0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3392 for Tuesday, the 3rd of August 2021. Tid's show is entitled, Structured Error Reporting, and is part of the series Haskell. It is hosted by Tuku Oto, and is about 29 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Tukutor talks about how she improved build times by breaking down error reporting to smaller parts,
1: You are listening to the Hacker Public Radio. Uh, Today's episode is about error reporting. Uh, In episode 3020 I uh, talked a little bit about uh, validation in Haskell and then uh, I have been working on that a little bit more and improved how the errors are now reported. So this episode will sort of continue from that episode. Back when I wrote the error reporting, I had a, well, I basically wanted to have a unified way of reporting errors, so that when the server uh, sends an error report to the client, it's always in the same format. It's in a JSON response that has a a machine-readable code for the program to, the client program to process, and then it would have a some uh, human readable message that can be shown to the end user and how I originally wrote that I had a one type error code that had a uh, that basically enumerated all the possible error cases that could happen on the server side by the way all the uh, quite a lot of the code I'm talking about in this episode will be in the show notes as usual so that error code had long list of possible errors that could happen on the server side and then i had uh four helper functions error code to status code which takes error code and returns an integer and this this one is for turning a uh, for deciding what what uh http status code the server should be ret- returning so for example If there's a, for example, the client, in example, if the client tries to uh, update the intrigue stats of the person in the game, that defines how good that person is in the intrigue, and if that uh, updated value is too low, then this, we will be raising the stat is too low error code, and the error code to status code would turn that to the 400. So that would indicate that it's a back request. Another function, status code to text, takes this index status code and returns the byte string. This is for the HTTP response again. So for the 400, it would return back request. And then the actual meat of the problem error code to text. This takes the error code and returns a textual rep- representation of that. Something that can be shown to the end user. And in this case it would be stat intrigue is too low. And then the final function is raises errors. This takes a list of error code and returns handler for app unit. This is this is the thingy that the Handler, handler function, that's the function that is handling the user request calls when it wants to raise an error. If, the, if that list contains any error codes, then it uses the these three functions I mentioned earlier and constructs the HTTP response. So in our case it would be HTTP 400, that request, that would have a body, response body of json that will contain an, an array that will contain an object that would have a, a code element containing another object that has tag stat is too low and contents intrigue this is the machine readable part and then it will have an error element that contains stat intrigue is too low text this is the part that is gets shown to the user. And this worked pretty pretty fine. I I was happy how this worked. But this has a problem. all All the possible errors are enumerated in one type, so that type will grow longer and longer and longer. And every part of the system that wants to report an error is referencing to that type. Meaning whenever I add a new error to the enumeration, then all the places that refer to that type, that that depend on that type, will have to be compiled. And of course that uh, triggers a cascading, cascading effect because all the modules that refer to those compiled ones need to be compiled and so on. So the bigger the type grows and The more places it is referred, the slower the compile time will be, because it it requires a big, quite a big compilation. And I didn't like that. So I wanted a solution and thought that I could break that error code type into smaller types. So instead of having one huge error, I would have a, a, for example, person created person creation error type that would list only the errors that would happen when you are creating a new person. And then there would be a account error that would list all the errors that uh, re- uh, uh, relate to the account. And these types would be defined in different modules close to close to uh, place where they are used, used. Which means that if I uh, add a new person creation error then only that module will be compiled and all the modules that depend on that module. So mm, there's still a recompilation going on but there's a, l- a lot less recompilation going on. But uh here's a here's a problem but uh I cannot have a if you, um I cannot have a uh, list that contains two different types in in it, like that. Raise if errors takes a list of error code, and if I have multiple types, I cannot I cannot I cannot put multiple different types or values of multiple different types in the same list. The, the list always has to contain the same same type. But uh, I decided that. I worried that a little bit later. First, I wanted to split the uh, the huge error code type into the smaller types. So I defined person creation error that is uh, just an enumeration of all the errors relating to the person creation, and then use the template Haskell to derive to JSON and from JSON functions for specific type these are these uh, functions can be used to serialize and deserialize person creation error to and from JSON which is what I'm sending to sending and receiving from the client. And then I wanted to have a way of getting the HTTP status code and that error res- description. Previously was defined as a functions that took an error code, but now I have to work on a multiple types, so answer was to define a type class. Type class is sort of kind of similar than a interface in object-oriented programs, but slightly different. Because in object-oriented world, when you define an interface, you define a set of uh, functions or methods that you have to implement when when you implement that interface. In Haskell that part is the similar but in the uh, for example in the C-sharp when you define a class that implements an interface you have to implement those uh, functions and methods when you are when you are defining the class. In Haskell world when you are defining a data type you are not actually telling that this this has that specific type class. You are doing that separately, so you can have a data type and then you can, in addition to that definition, you can define the uh, type class in the instances for that. Which means that if I come up with a completely new uh, type class that I need, I can define instance of that for the already existing types. I can for example take the boolean type and say that here's the instance of my type class for the boolean. So I'm adding new functionality that can be used to handle the boolean without having to modify the boolean, that's, that's, that's the big difference. In any way, anyway, so I defined a type class called error code class A, and the definition goes like class, error code class A, where HTTP status code, uh, double colon A, arrow int, description, double colon A, arrow text. This means that any, uh, any instance of error code class has to have two functions defined, H- HTTP status codes that takes that data type A and turns that into the int. And then, the, then there has to be the description function that takes that data type A and turns that into text. And these, these, are, th- these are the ones that I'm using to turning the uh, person creation error into a HTTP uh, status code and to the user readable message. That status code to text that I mentioned earlier, that, that takes the status code and turns that into the HTTP message like a bad request, for example, that I could use as is, I, don't, I didn't have to modify that because that takes an int and returns a, a binary, uh, yeah, byte string, sorry. Okay, so to define... The instance of error code class. I just wrote wrote instance error code class. There is a creation error where http status code equals slash case, stat is too low, arrow 400, and enumerated all the cases. So, http status code is a case analysis basically. So, if it's a if 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 the Error, uh, person creation error is the status is too low, then I'm returning 400. If I have a could not confirm date of birth, then that's 500. That's an uh, internal serv- server error, there's something really fishy going on in case if a person doesn't have a date of birth. And then the description is again a, a description equals slash case, status is too low, s arrow stat plus s plus is too low s is the textual textual uh, that's the name of the stat that is too low so when when i'm raising a stat is too low error somewhere or creating a stat is too low error somewhere i have to i have to tell what stat is too low is it intrigue or is it a uh, diplomacy, or is it a martial skill, or something else. So I have to tell that this specific stat is too low. And then it's reported to the user that, hey, by the way, you tried to do something funny, or the program tried to do something funny, and this stat is too low. Some, somebody has to fix it. So, uh, and of course, since I had multiple types of different kinds of error, I had I had to dist- define this error code class instance to all of those types. It's pretty mechanical work, you just list all the error cases that you you can have, decide what uh, HTTP status they should result to, and what uh, textual representation to the user should be given. But uh, then the bigger error, so I need to way to put these different kinds of error into same list and that's that's uh, not something that Haskell can do. In Haskell a list is always um, the regular list is always of uh, all the values inside of it has to be of same type. So if they have to be a same type I thought that maybe I could just have a helper type and uh, wrap these specific specific types into that type so I defined a new type as data e code a equals e code a so this is a this defines a type ecode that can wrap, that has a one constructor also called e code that takes one parameter a so it can wrap anything and but the problem, problem here is that the resulting resulting type is a E e-code A. So if I'm using it to wrap a person creation error, the resulting type is e-code person creation error. And if I use it to wrap common error, then I, the resulting type is e-code e common error. And these are different types. So I need to I need to I needed a way that I could wrap Type, uh, values of types, and somehow lose the type of the wrapped wrap value in a way that the resulting resulting type would always be the same. So, uh, and then of course the another another thing is that I need that the previous definition that had only the data e code a doesn't have um, well A can be anything. It could be integer or it could be a boolean or it could be a some map or any type. So I cannot I cannot report I cannot uh, turn any type into an error report. I have to I all the data that I wrap needs to needs to have a instance for the error code class. And also I need to have an instance for the to JSON so that I can serialize them to the JSON data and send them, to the send them back to the client. There's a several ways of doing this, but I chose to use general, generalized algebraic data types, GADs for the short. That's an extension that has to be turned on, that's not in the standard Haskell, so I had to have a pragma language guards in the top of the file. And that allowed me to define the E code as a following data e-code where e-code double colon error code class A, comma to JSON A, thick arrow a arrow ecode code So uh, what that th- th- what that means is that th- that defines a type e-code that has a one constructor also called e-code. That constructor takes a one parameter a and returns an E code, and that A is constrained. It has to have a instances for the error code class and to JSON. So it has constraints, which is what we wanted. And also, the res- resulting type is E code, not E code A. So we essentially have, with this constructor, we can wrap suitable types. Resulting type will be ecode, so we have lost, lost the type information there. We know that the, that value that ha- has been wrapped, it has instances to the error code class and to JSON, so we can still use functions from those uh, uh, type classes, but that's all we can do with that. So uh we still needed a way to turn, turn this e-code into a into an error message. But that, that is that is that was easy because everything we wrapped with the e-code has an error code class. Type class defined to it. So I can th- I could just define instance error code class e-code. So I'm Defining an instance of error code class for the E code, where the status code is just the is HTTP status code e, r sorry, HTTP HTTP status code A and description is description r, A uh, meaning that uh, when you are asking an HTTP status code from the E code, it's the HTTP status code. Of the wrap value, and description of the ecode is the description of the wrap value, and then I wrote an uh, instance for the of the to JSON ecode, so turning this ecode into JSON, so so I can serialize, serialize it to uh, to the client. I wrote that instance by hand. I I could have dera- derived that automatically, but I wanted to have a finer control. I wanted to decide by myself how, how, what what is the format and structure of the JSON. The code, code is on the, on the uh, show notes, but basic, basically it's just uh it serialized. When, when you are serializing e-code, you are creating a JSON object that has three fields. HTTP code, that is that status code fault code that is uh, uh, that wrapped value turned into JSON. So in case it, we have uh, just a for example error first name is empty then that first name is empty because it doesn't have any parameters it's just turned into the string so fault code will be first name is empty. In case uh, it's a status is too low that takes a where the constructor, constructor takes parameters, then the fault code will be an object that has tag, stat is load and contents intrigue, tag is the constructor that was used and contents is the all the values that were passed to that constructor. That is the machine readable part and the error description is the description A. That's the user readable path. In our case, stat intrigue is too low. And now I could just define the receive errors in terms of the list of e code returning handler for app unit, meaning this is a function that you can call from the handler function and it doesn't return any values. But if, 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 uh, if there are errors, it will send a status JSON code is on the on the uh, show notes but basically first we check if the list contains any, any errors to begin with and if it does then we take the first element of the list call HTTP status code function to that to get the status code and if for some reason even if we checked for the for the contents of the list, if for some reason it would be empty here, then we would be using 500 internal server error. The message is the status code to text function called with the, that code. So for example a bad request or internal server error. And then the, we would call send sendStatusJson. Give it the status with the code and the message and body of errors turned into the JSON. And this, this works pretty, pretty neatly. So, uh, s- then, uh, since all the errors, mm. so, so this, use, this uses e code as a, as a parameter. So I cannot give a uh, status too low. Value to here. I have to wrap it to the e code, so I have to basically call it e code dollar stat is too low quotation start in uh, intrigue quotation mark. And f- having to manually wrap everything to the e code gets a bit tedious. So I defined a helper function stat is too low that takes a text. And returns an e code and that basically is just status too low s equals e code dollar status too low s so it doesn't contain much logic at all it just takes that string that you give to it you uses that to create a status too low value and wraps that value into e code so that just a, makes things a little bit easier for you to... less typing, basically. It, it saves a little bit of typing. And another thing is, if I at some point in the future, <coughs> sorry, if I in some point of the future decide that I want to uh, change how the internal internals of this error reporting works. I can just change the internals and then update all the functions that I'm using using to create these error values and the uh hopefully wherever these functions are called don't need to change at all so I' a little bit of future proofing here, but the main idea is that i'm just i just wanted to save a little bit of typing and this works pretty well. I get a Faster compilation times I got I get the same error messages on the client side as before and this is nice. There's a different solution to this problem, like instead of having those wrapping wrapping everything into the e-code and having all those different different types that you use to create those errors. I could have just defined one record called ecode, code that would have field HTTP code that is int and description that is text. So inst- instead of having a uh, typed errors, I would I would just use record. Whenever I would want to report an error, I could just create an uh, I would just create a new ecode code. Record put a suitable HTTP HTTP code and suitable description in, on it, and that would that would work just fine. The drawback with that approach would have been that I would not have a, a, any control over what gets reported. I could have an HTTP code one two three four. And description something funny happened or I could make a typo somewhere I would be reporting a, a I wanted to report with a, a error code 400 and I could mistype it that accidentally to 499 and compiler wouldn't be able to catch that. Of course I could still have a helper function statis too low that takes out Parameter of text and returns an E code, and inside of that status too, lo, lo, stat too low function construct this E code record. But I just basically decided to go with the first first option when I, when I was thinking thinking about this. They there isn't that there isn't that big difference. The end result. Uh, actually, the end result is the same. It's just a little bit little bit difference in the internals of the machinery, how the things work. Okay, that's that's it. So this is this is how I I broke one huge error code type into into smaller types and improved the compilation times of my project. If you have any questions comments or feedback. Uh, I can be reached with an email or at the Fediverse where I'm tuturto at tech.lgbt. Happy hacking!
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org.